I'm always seeing things on the news and thinking that can't be right, can it? Listen to the KYW News Radio in depth podcast and make it make sense. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. So, guys, it's been a second since I've seen the city packed like this. Now, it might be a little bit annoying to get around, but it is certainly cool as someone who grew up running track and always loved the idea of running in the pen relays to see the pen relays back in business once again. That's right. Some of the best athletes in the world are in town to run fast, throw things, jump over things, whatever sporty things that they do. (laughs) Meanwhile, I am uh, checking my traffic app constantly because I live in University City. So we're avoiding the traffic, but excited to see tens of thousands of people converging on Franklin Field to watch these. One of the most iconic things that happens in Philadelphia every year. And it it felt kind of weird to not have it for the past few years. Pandemic changed so many things, but now the pin relays are back, and we'll be happy to talk about that today. I'm Jay Scott Smith. I'm Sabrina Boyd Circa. I'm Brian Seltzer. <laughs> Brian, you sounds, sound different today. Brian sounds, looks a little different today. Not quite. Not, not quite sure what's going on here. I, I'm Tom Rickard. I'm filling in for the day for Brian. And today we get to bring in our friend Hadas Kuznets, who is at the pin relays, to find out what's going on, how people are feeling. And then we're going to meet someone, just an incredible athlete who's running the 100 meter on his 85th birthday. I'd struggle to get through the 100 right now, and I'm half his age. I don't know if I've ever been able to run 100 meters, so. (laughs) But first, we're going to introduce you to some friends today. Now, these are the young people who are eventually going to take in our jobs anyway. They're in studio because it's bring your kids to work day today. So rather than having me do it, I want all of you to introduce yourselves, and I'll start first. Hi, I'm Leah. Leah, how old are you and who do you belong to? <laughs> I'm nine and I belong to Raquel Williams. Our, our friend of the podcast, Raquel Williams. It's, I've heard so much about you and your sister and I'm so glad to see both of you. And thank you for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. And speaking of her sister. Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm the sister of Leah. <laughs> <laughs> how old are you, Naomi? I'm 16. Great, great to meet you, Naomi. And yes, she's also the daughter of our community impact reporter and the host of Bridging Philly. But those two didn't come alone. Hi, I'm Spencer. What's up, Spencer? How you doing? Good. How old are you, Spence? Ten. And who are you here with today? Matt Leon. Matt Leon, the host of One on One with Matt Leon. He's so you have Spencer, you have Spencer Leon, you have Naomi and Leah, and also joining us today, we we also have one other person checking in with us. Hi, everybody. Hi. So this is Mike Doherty, our, our our South Jersey reporter, and he brought a good friend with him as well. Yeah, this is Lucy. Say hi, Lucy. Hi. We are at the Camden County Park for renovations for $10,000. T- t- $100 million. Pretty close. $10,000 or $100 million, you know, one of the two. Lucy, how, how old are you? Ten. And uh, what are you missing out on today by hanging School. out with your dad? School. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Good thing. <laughs> hey, we're working today. You know, this isn't just all fun and games. I made her read a whole. Pre- uh, made her read a whole press release. This is. I was gonna say, just tell your teachers that you're learning. You know, it's you're, a work, you're it's out a in work the study. fields. I want to ask the three young people we've got in the studio here. What's it been like for you guys coming to actually see what your parents do every day? It's surprising how hard they work. My dad, my, I see him every day. He works in my bed. <laughs> nice. 
Naomi, how about you? What is one what is one thing about being in here that's that seems surprising to you? Um, this place is huge, like the building, and my mom keeps complaining about the computer and it's really big and stuff. <laughs> and yeah, it's just really huge, honestly. Spence, how about you? It's just really amazing how they built this place. It can be a little overwhelming to grown-ups, so this is not just a it's not just a shock for kids here. And it must be nice for uh, parents to have you know bring your kid to work, and, and you're not just bringing them to your desk in the corner, you know. Well, yeah. Lucy's been uh, spilled the beans about the South Jersey Bureau being her bed. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, we got to talk about a few things. Moderna says that they want their COVID vaccine to be available for kids younger than the age of six. Those are low-dose shots that can protect babies, toddlers, preschoolers. Obviously, all you guys are over the age of six, but I'd love to know what you think about this from a kid's perspective. I'll start with Naomi. I think that it's a great idea for younger kids to get vaccinated as long as the shot has been tested and stuff. Um, Like, I 100% support it. I think it's good for kids under the age of six to feel like they're safe. From COVID. Spence, what about you? Got any opinions? Hmm. Sure, it's probably a great idea. Yeah. I keep, I keep thinking, like, like you know, Spence, for you, like, the last two years have been all pandemic. So, like, a lot of what, you know, you've seen, this is, this is all kind of normal, right? Yeah, yeah. Lucy, how about you? I think it's a good idea because I got my shot and I want my little brother to get, to get his. Are, are there things that you guys remember doing two years ago that you haven't been doing that you miss that you are uh, excited to do again maybe this summer my sports what sports do you play soccer and softball i haven't done gymnastics in a very long time my favorite gymnast is simone biles who's yours same (laughs) i think that's the correct answer (laughs) everyone i think all of our guests here live in new jersey is that right yes all right uh, so we have two things about New Jersey we need to talk about. The plastic bag ban. You all, you all know about the plastic bag ban that's yeah. happening? All right, that's coming down in one week. And I just wanted to know how the actual people of New Jersey feel about it. Is uh, Naomi, is this going to change how like you do grocery shopping or go with, go with your mom and do grocery shopping? Yeah, she's definitely going to forget to bring bags and stuff. <laughs> so she's not, I don't think she's happy about the ban. We go to Costco, and Costco already, like, doesn't have any bags, so we bring our own bags already. But she's not going to remember it for, like, every other <laughs> store there is, so. Spence, yeah. uh, your dad told me that you have a special bag just for grocery shopping. Tell me, what is it? A Godzilla bag. A Godzilla bag? <laughs> it's, it's like, reusable. Does it just have, like, a, a big Godzilla on it? It has, like, a Godzilla with, like, shopping bags. That's so rad. I need one. And it, Godzilla goes shopping. And it says something. What does it say? So much to do. <laughs> <laughs> I think my worst, uh, most annoying experience was I forgot a bag and I was walking to Acme. And so I had to pay 10 cents for each paper bag that doesn't have handles and then carry those paper bags back to my apartment. You don't want to get stuck doing that. So put them somewhere, you know on your door or something like that that you'll remember. Now, there's one other question I got to have for you guys. There's a service area on the Garden State Parkway that's getting a new name. The Galloway service area has been renamed after Frank Sinatra. Do 
any of you know who Frank Sinatra is? Yes. No. No. He is a singer. Can you name me three Frank Sinatra songs? My Way. Um, I think I can name you one Frank Sinatra song, yeah. which would be my way. So I, I, I think can, that works. I know my way. Mike being on the call can certainly name another Frank Sinatra song that everybody knows real New well. New York, New York. Exactly. Yeah. Every the, time those Yankees win. <laughs> so who do you who do you guys think they should have named it after? Leah, how about you? I think they should have named it after Prince. That's a great idea. That's not a bad idea at all. We'll, we'll find a connection for Prince in New Jersey out here. We'll, we can the, do that. The Prince service area, or does it have a, a cooler name than that? Would it have to be the service area formerly known as Prince? Oh, oh my I, goodness. Sabrina. That's it. <laughs> and it has to be purple. That's the yes. other thing. It, it yeah. absolutely has to be purple. Spence, how about you? Who do you think they should have named it after? Krusty Krab. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I would rather stop at the Krusty Krab than the Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Naomi, if you were to rename it, what would you name it after? Um, probably Harry Styles, because he's one of my favorite singers. So, I mean, that's great to me. <laughs> Perhaps more relevant to today's young drivers. Yeah. And how he has a suggestion. Carly Lloyd. Carly Lloyd. Okay, so so there's another New Jersey icon. Perhaps uh, definitely younger than Frank Sinatra, but <laughs> a couple years, couple years, couple years. <laughs> I love that, Lucy. That's a good idea. The Carly Lloyd service area, or whatever they want to call that, Plaza, area. Carly Lloyd Plaza in New Jersey. That's a good one. You guys are so cool. Thank you so much for coming on and joining us today, Leah, Naomi, Spence. Good to meet you, young man. Good to meet you too. And Lucy with Mike Doherty hanging out getting work done on this bring your kid to work day out in the field yeah, we had to relocate to the car because it was freezing out there <laughs> <laughs> coming up we're going to meet an 85 year old who puts all of us to shame and find out what franklin field looks like right now for the return of the pen relays we'll talk about that when we come back i'm jay i'm sabrina i'm tom Pen relays have happened here in the city of Philadelphia for 126 years. It's the oldest track and field competition in the United States. There are nearly 200 colleges and universities competing, hundreds of high school athletes, Olympic athletes, and tens of thousands of people who come here to watch them do it. Now, Hadas Kuznets is at the pen relays. And Hadas, we haven't had this here in a couple of years because of the pandemic. So what's the vibe out there? How electric is it at Franklin Field? I mean, as you can hear from the crowd around me, people are excited. They're excited to be back. They're excited to uh, watch these athletes and to be athletes participating in a sport that they love. You know, it's been a pretty difficult uh, couple of years for these athletes. Um, and to be able to come back and actually be among other people who love to do what they love to do, uh, they tell me that's pretty exhilarating for them. No, I personally hate running. It's just a thing that I will never enjoy. But this is about far more than the sport. And there are also tons of races all around Philadelphia, the Broad Street Run, all kinds of 5Ks. But this is something really unique. So for other people who might not quite get it or don't know about it, what is it that makes the pen relays really special? Well, the pen relays is the longest running, the oldest track and field competition in the United States. Uh, it started in 1895 as, you know, just a small meet. Steve Dolan, director of the Penn Relays, tells me that people come here from all over the country and actually all over the world, 
to participate. And they're expecting about 100,000 people over the course of three days. 15,000 of those are athletes from just all over the place. Well, we're super excited to be back for the 126th running of the Penn Relays. So we did 125 in a row, and then unfortunately COVID took us out for two years. So we're, we're just elated to be back. But also, there are so many people that make the road trip into Philadelphia for the Penn Relays. Tell me about some of the people that you met. Who, uh, who stuck out to you? Well, I met a lot of people. I mean, today was the uh, female competition. So a lot of uh, young high school athletes, uh, young women that are competing here, many of them for the first time, obviously, because... Uh, they weren't able to make it for the past two years because of COVID. Uh, so I spoke with a lot of them. I spoke with Sidney Warner of Clifton Park, New York, on the significance of this race. It's crazy. Like, you just talk to, like, your family and your friends, and they don't even understand, like, how big of an event this is. People from all over come here, Olympians, college athletes, high schoolers. So it's like the best of the best come here to just run. 16-year-old Sierra Carter told me what she loves about the 10 relays. The competition. They're so fast. They're good. They're good. It makes me so happy. But I love seeing everybody from all around the country here. It's amazing. But like many of the people here, she's not just an athlete. She's also a fan. She told me who she's excited to see run over the course uh, of this competition. You know, of course, I'm always looking forward to the Jamaicans. Um, I'm looking forward to Shakari, of course. I'm looking forward to Noah Lyles, of course. I'm looking forward to all of our pros, and I'm always going to be looking forward to to all of our college athletes, Kentucky, LSU. I'm excited to see them. 16-year-old Serenity Murrell tells me what it's like to be back competing again after COVID. It feels great because over COVID, I just felt like I've just been down, and I don't know, but track makes me so excited, and I feel like being here... It's huge. I'm just so happy. And the athletes hear a lot about uh, the Penn Relays from their coaches and the older participants. Here's 17-year-old Chidiogo Uwa, who tells me, you know, about the hype she's heard about this race. I was told you can be like a bunch of famous runners here, first of all. This is the chance where, like, you know, people pull out incredible times, incredible performances. You can just see a whole bunch of people you've never seen before. Teams from, like, different states and stuff. So I was, like, really excited. And, you know, being on this track is a really big deal to be out there in front of this giant crowd here at Franklin Field. 17-year-old Chidera Udeb-Bissell tells me what it's like to run here at Franklin Field. Once you get on that starting line and you're like, oh my god, I'm about to run with all of these people, they're amazing, and I'm here, it just kind of like hits you and it's like, wow. Uh, yeah, Tom, for, for a lot of these athletes, this is uh, not just like a fun competition, but for those that are really serious about running, really serious about track and field, uh, especially if you're a young runner, this is kind of prep for the college level, for the uh, Olympic level, for the professional level. So uh, a lot of the students that I spoke with, a lot of the young people, the high school age kids that are running uh, told me that, you know, first of all, this is like amazing for them to be here. But they also said that they're excited to be here because they kind of get a taste of what it's going to be like when they uh, start competing uh, in college and beyond, perhaps. That's incredible, Hadas. You got to meet so many cool people today. How long do the pen relays go for? The pen relays are three days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and, you know, there's a lot of traffic in the area. So uh, they call it the pen relays carnival because outside of the stadium, you know, there's a lot going on. If you want to be here, this is the place to be. If you're an athlete, if you're a runner, if you're into track and field. But if you just are passing through, you might want to try to avoid this because there's a, it, it takes a long time to get through with the car, Tom.
Thanks, Adas. Appreciate it. Go have fun. Thanks, I will. It's a beautiful weekend for some racing. We'll put some of the pictures Adas took on our Twitter. In addition to covering the pen relays, Hadas also hosts the What's Cooking podcast. You can follow her on the podcast on Instagram at food in the 215 Now, one of the runners this weekend is Dr. Joshua Book. He's running in the Masters 100-meter dash, doing it on his 85th birthday. Matt Leon is here, and Matt, you talked to Dr. Book. This dude's pretty incredible, so tell us more about Dr. Joshua Book. He is 85 years young. He turns 85 as we're recording this on Thursday. Uh, he's a finance professor at LaSalle University where he is wrapping up his – this is almost as incredible as the the running – his 51st year at LaSalle. I still teach. I'm in my – I'm finishing my 51st year of uh, university teaching. I teach finance at LaSalle University. What a wonderful place. I actually tell people I'm finishing my 102nd semester. It's a bit more of an impressive number. <laughs> people get confused. <laughs> Not counting summers. You know, it's, I think wow. it's one thing to be more than five decades in teaching, but all at one university. Um, and he's incredibly active, uh, but he's not per se a runner. He's not a guy who yeah. has run throughout his life. Um, as he tells the story, uh, several years ago, he was playing tennis. Well, I, I played tennis with a group of double players and there was a new player there, somebody I never met before. And when we switched court, he turned to me and said, Josh, I never saw anybody run like you. So another guy told him, ask him how old he is. And he asked me, I said, I must have been 75, 76. He said, you should go to the pen relays. I said, what are you talking about? The guy said, you know, hey, you should run in the pen relays. And he was like, <laughs> what do you mean? And eventually he kind of looked into it and decided to run. He had to. He actually got the track coach at LaSalle to time him a couple times because he, you know, he didn't have anything to kind of send in yeah. as his credentials. And he got the green light. And the year that he ran, the first year he ran 2015, uh, there were so many people in the Masters, which is for older, you know, older competitors for the 100 meter that he actually, they had to create a second race. And he was in the second heat, and he actually won it. Oh, wow. And he has run ever. He's run the 100 meters at the Penn Relay since then. Obviously, last two years, no relays. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of a, uh, you know, a, a yearly thing for him. And he was really excited to get back out there. And it was more, as he tells it, like he's the energy in yeah. Franklin Field. It's more than more than the running. He just looks forward to seeing to feeling that energy that you get at that get there. How do you how do you train for a hundred meter dash at eighty five years old? Does he really says he doesn't he'll run a little, you know, probably like this week leading up to it. The race his race will actually be Saturday. You know, but he plays his tennis, talking to him and talking to other people, when he's teaching in the classroom, he's not sitting at the front. He is moving he's around active. the classroom. He's very active. So he pretty much uh, goes with that as far as his training regimen. I'm training for a 5K now, and that's difficult. He's 85 years yep. old. I'm I'm hoping I can maintain some level of fitness 10 years from now, let alone 40, like Dr. Book is. This guy has to be an inspiration to a ton of people. Oh, absolutely. And beloved on campus. Um, and I just, you know, 85 is a long way <laughs> away. And, I mean, I get winded going upstairs anymore. And to think that... You know, at that age, to just be 
you know, enjoying life to that level. I mean, yes, running in the pen relays, but, you know, doing what you love. You talk to him just about his teaching and the passion just come, you know, it, it you can't help but feel it. Yeah. Uh, so to to be doing all that surrounded by family and friends who will all come watch him run, uh, just really cool. Really, really cool. It, it strikes me that, uh, you know, the, the pen relays are not just a, a sports event. The, the pen relays are this iconic carnival where people with all these different stories from all over the United States, the, uh, the Caribbean islands uh, come. And uh, Dr. Book is, uh, is like a, a, a metaphor <laughs> for, for this, whole, this whole weekend. Where it doesn't matter what your story is, like there's a spot for you. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great way to put it. It's it's kind of really a celebration of of so many things, and it's you know not having it the last two years. Now they did have smaller relays last year, but it wasn't the the pen relays. I mean, that's a like that's a big hole in Philadelphia to not have had them the last Absolutely. couple of years. Um, and I can tell you they're back full throttle because we sat in the traffic coming in here today. <laughs> uh, like so, it is really. Good to see. And if you haven't been, I don't care if you like sports. I don't care if you are into track. Just once in your life, go check it out. Just go take a couple hours, sit there, and enjoy it. It's it's really something. Coming up in those track circles, we used to talk about the, the pen relays. The pen relays were always spoken of just as highly yeah. as like Olympic And it's tracks. everywhere. That's not just Philly. Like that's, you know, oh, yeah. people coming from, from everywhere – countrywide and worldwide to to compete. Matt Leon, thank you for joining us today to tell us this great story about this awesome individual, Dr. Book. My pleasure. We did a podcast about him, too. You can hear it on uh, One on One with Matt Leon. Thank you, Tom. That's all we've got for today. I'm Jay Scott Smith. I'm Sabrina Boyd-Circa. I'm Tom Rickert. And we've got a packed Friday show for you tomorrow as Dave Uram comes in with the Sports Fan of the Week. We've got an Udo haiku and a theater story about a new satire show called This Is The Week That Is. you got to think SNL or The Daily Show, but with the glitz and glam of live theater. So you guys have a great Thursday, and we'll see you all again for Friday.